You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. If you are looking for more intimacy in your relationship, then you have come to the right place with Nick and Amy in the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. Our new 2023 opening? No, just for this one. Oh. Welcome okay. to the podcast. Uh, today's episode is Does It Bring You Closer Together as a Couple? Ooh. Amy, Amy and I are always talking and just about the experiences that we've have have had in our relationship and just different things in our marriage. And we did a podcast episode quite a while ago. I think it was episode 81 where people asked the question, you know, what is okay and not okay in the bedroom? And the way we answered that was, you know, we ask ourselves the question, does it bring us closer together as a couple or is it something that divides us further apart? So we thought it would be great to do a podcast episode um, kind of on all the aspects of life and marriage and, you know, centered around this simple question. It really is a simple question, but it can be so powerful uh, when it comes to trying to, you know, figure out how to balance things out in your marriage and in life. And it is such a important question because we really could imply it to every single aspect. We really could. Well, a lot of times when you're looking for a black or white, you know, what's right, what's wrong, what do we do, what don't we do? But the great thing about this is it can be different for every marriage. Um, it's not just uh, this is right or this is wrong, your marriage might look different than Amy's and my marriage and ours might look different than, you know, someone else's. And that's, that's good. But it really is, is, you know, trying to find out what makes sense for your marriage to keep your marriage progressing in the right direction and growing closer together. And I think it's such a great, um, not only question, maybe um, theme for 2023 that in your marriage and we just talked about goal setting is that every aspect of your life asking this question is this bringing us together closer as a couple because literally marriage is what should bring us the most happiness in our life and every choice that we make throughout our day and throughout our weeks and months really come back to am I prioritizing my marriage yeah, you know? for sure. And it, that's such a great goal. I, I love families that like come up with like a theme for the year or whatever. I think that marriage, that couples should do the same thing. Like, what is it that we want to accomplish this theme? year? What is our theme? What is our goal this year? And to have the theme is everything we do together, like in our entire life, bringing us closer together as a couple. And I just think that that's a great goal. Yeah, and it can be covering everything, family, finances, you know, spirituality, like everything well, I was just which we'll thinking, jump into. Yeah, I was just thinking hobbies or spiritually or just when we've been talking a lot about setting boundaries, like every single thing, choice that we make daily 
we should ask. Is it bringing us closer, number one, to God, and number two, closer in our marriage? And I think if you can answer yes, and it doesn't mean that your spouse is always your top, top, top priority in every single aspect. Like, yes, we talk about it's not a time. We know it's okay to get away from hobby. It's okay to go do some hobbies on your own and do your own thing. But that brings you closer as a couple. So we'll get into that because it's balance in all things, but balance creates a happy marriage. So that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, I couldn't (laughs) agree more. So let's talk about emotional intimacy. Um, What's, what would this look like in emotional intimacy? I think emotional intimacy, there's so many definitions, but to me, it's, it's about deepening your connectional connection on emotional levels. And so that is such a wide range that, gosh, that just covers so many different parts. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I, when I think of that, I think how many people are spending time on their phones at night just sitting on the couch and lounging, which Amy and I totally do. I'm not saying we don't do it because there is a balance in all things. And, and mm-hmm. there's times that that's okay to do. Like mm-hmm. for Amy and I, we talk all day every day. So it's good for us to kind of <laughs> have like, some separate moments. Yeah, disconnect and, and just, I mean, that's, that's needed, right? That's good for our marriage. Yeah, but, totally. But for a lot of marriages... And, Nighttime is opposite. That's yeah. when they come together after being away from each other. Yeah. So, you know, but again, I, I think about it a lot, just how much time is wasted on, you know, our phones or screen time when couples could be connecting. So if you're on your screen, you know, you're on your phone, you know, just killing time, you know, is that helping your marriage or is that... You know, hurting it, hurting your marriage. Um, because phones are literally the number one intimacy and relationship killer. It really is. Like that's well, the it causes biggest problems. Problem. Yeah, and it causes problems. Obviously, in the emotional aspect, it causes problems in the sexual aspect, the spiritual aspect. I mean, it could cause problems All everywhere. Aspects. It is the biggest intimacy killer. We're talking emotional intimacy in every aspect of intimacy. If you were sitting on your phone and you literally were scrolling social media or whatever you're doing and you said, and you literally thought about it every single time you were on your phone, is this bringing me closer together as a couple? If you had been on your phone five or 10 minutes, you'd probably be like, this isn't really affecting us. If it's been an hour and your husband's or wife is doing the same thing on the other end of the couch, you would automatically say this is tearing us apart. Or if your spouse is in one room, you know, doing their thing and you're in the other room doing your thing. I mean, obviously that's... Not bringing you closer together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everybody's goal for 2023 should be not get off your phones. I don't want to say get off your phones. We're all going to be on our phones. They are very important pieces of technology in a lot of our lives balance your time and prioritize your spouse and make sure that you find that healthy balance, right? Yeah, for sure. What else on emotional intimacy? Emotional means connection, like talking and and, uh, spending the quality time together that you need or connecting before you go to bed, all those simple things, helping each other out, communicating, communicating, communicating. So... Your boundaries that you set at night, your bedroom routines during the day, 
So important. Go right around with that question. Yep. I, I totally agree. Sexual intimacy. Again, we did an episode 81. If you haven't listened to that, it's a really good one. We had a lot of people ask us, you know, what is okay and not okay in the marriage bed? And we gave our thoughts, you know, in response. Does it bring you closer together as a couple? And I think, I don't know, I just, I think that's so important because, again, a lot of times there's not just a cut and dry, yes, this is okay or no, this isn't okay because it's so different for every couple. But I, and think, I don't think it's black and, or I don't think it's gray. I think it's black and white. Like you either know if something's bringing you close together or it's not in the, when it comes to the bedroom. I think it's cut and dry. You know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. Like if we were both like, should we play this game or should we try this position, whatever, we're both going to know if it brings us closer or not. And if one person feels like it's not going to bring the other, you together as a couple, the answer is no. Well, and I think as a couple, at least for us, like I, if Amy's uncomfortable with something, obviously I'm not going to want to keep pushing that, right? No. Or vice versa. I mean, yeah. Or vice versa, right? And I think sexual intimacy can, this is an area that can cause a lot of conflict and a lot of problems for a lot of couples. I, I, I'm not afraid to admit that Amy and I have had, you know, there's been times where we've had some conflict over sexual intimacy, right? Like just, I mean, just, every couple does. Yeah, just like whether it's the, um, you know, the frequency or just you know different things. Or the frequency, or the frequency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're smiling. That's because it is such. Smile. It's such a hard topic for every single marriage like finding that balance like we talked about a few episodes ago is so hard and games can be played so so how how can couples become closer together through sexual intimacy i mean we know they can we know that that's a huge part but you have to talk about it you have to communicate about it every aspect if it's fun if it's boring i don't want to try this i want to try this i want it too much i want it i don't want it that much Every single aspect takes so much communication. And finding a compromise too. You know, if one spouse, like we've talked about in the past, is a real high desire and the other spouse is a real low desire, like find that balance or find that compromise. Something that where it it goes from causing contention in your marriage Mm -hmm. to something that maybe it's not ideal, but it's something that both of you are happy with. Absolutely. Finding that balance. Absolutely. Um, spirituality. I mean, you know, you see a lot of couples where one spouse is pretty spiritual and the other spouse isn't. Um, that's hard. It's a really hard that's thing. Because I think, I think spiritually, like, um, that's a pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for people that are, are spiritual, like in our lives, like a lot of the decisions we make in our life is based upon our, our beliefs that we have. And what we believe happens um, Uh in the decisions we make or maybe consequences or things like that. Uh So both being on the same page, I think is really important um, in the spiritual aspect, but getting back to it, you know, why, why is, you know, it important to be on the same page spiritually or what are the things that can do for a couple to be closer together as a couple in regards to the spiritual aspect? And well, like we always say, praying together and like doing things, to keep you united spiritually 
But I, as I look at like the different topics, I feel like this question, does it bring you closer together as a couple, all revolves around being more spiritual because that shows that you want a godly marriage, that you want to prioritize your marriage and that you put marriage on your top of your, you know, priority list in your life, which is so important. And going back to one of the podcasts we did where we talked about that, where um, only 1% of couples who do this every every day get divorced, and that oh. was prayed together, right? Right. So, and Amy and I, we've had times in our marriage where, like, we, we, we pray. Uh, we pray every night, but a lot of times it's been just kind of on our own. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've, we've made a goal in our marriage to start praying together every night. And I think it's so easy just to get out of routines and Mm -hmm. habits and different things. But, uh, obviously praying together is something that absolutely will bring you closer together as a couple, especially when you're doing it vocally and praying for each other and things Mm -hmm. that you need together as a couple. And I think keyword, um, vocally in front of each other. I pray for Nick every single night. I'm sure you do the same, but when you do it together, I don't know. It really shows a, it really shows love too. Yeah, for sure. The next one is finances and money. Ooh, this is what? The number two reason that people get divorced? Yeah, and we've definitely had, this has been a subject in our marriage uh, that has caused a lot of contention and division and in the past. In the past, yeah. So we totally, this totally hits home, especially for me, um, about how this is something that can really divide you as a couple um, if you're not is, on the same page. Yeah, being 100% transparent. I don't understand how couples that are united have different bank accounts and keep things separate. I don't know how that works for them because I feel like you are a team. You work together as a team, and finances is a big part of that. Just talking about it, um, sharing everything, sharing your spending habits, making financial goals together. Just, you have to, I mean, if you really have a big picture of we're going to be together this whole life, and we're building towards retirement and long-term goals. we got to be on the same page. Everything has to be on the same page. Yeah. And I feel like now we're in a... On a scale of 1 to 10, we're in a 10 as far as finances go, right? Because we're 100% transparent. Yeah. And that's key to happy marriage is transparency in all aspects. And that doesn't mean we're watching every penny, that I'm watching every penny Amy spends or vice versa. Yeah, I go to the store, I shop. I mean, uh, we still have... <laughs> but what, but what it means is like for, for big decisions that could affect us or big purchases or things like that, that's something we talk about and mm-hmm. make make a decision together as a couple. You know, I'm not going to go out and buy a new car without asking her. <laughs> so, um, family. family. I think, I think this is a big one too. We've done several podcasts. I think just, um, a lot of, a lot of couples are on different pages with how they parent their kids. Mm. And I thought, you know, the podcast we did episode 111 and 112, I think with Tamara uh-huh. was phenomenal and really helped me kind of, recognize okay it's okay to have different parenting styles it's okay to not be on the same page all the time but how do you how do you handle it so that you still are Mm -hmm. you know staying close together as a couple right and i thought that that insight was just fantastic because again a lot of times we're all raised from different backgrounds and experiences and we think oh this is the way i was raised therefore this way is right you were raised differently Mm -hmm. you have 
you know, different ideas or opinions on, you know, raising kids. And it's interesting how when you saw the word family, and do you bring it closer together, you went to parenting. Yeah. And when I saw the word family, I took it a different direction. I was thinking, what kind of things are we doing as a family together that are bringing us closer? And I feel like a lot of, same with marriage, family, like we're distracted. We're not prioritizing those things. I think families nowadays maybe sitting around watching Netflix, being on their phones. We played family games the last couple nights with our kids. We bought this new game that my daughter just loved and she wanted to play over and over and over. And I was just thinking, you know, that's what's so important is those connecting moments that we make with our family. And when we're so distracted on the things Mm-hmm. Of the world and technology, and I, I, we're missing that. Does it bring you closer together as a couple, and in this case, a family? And that's where my mind went to on family. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking like totally different, but obviously, both of them so important. And um, and yeah. when you have a happy marriage, it creates a happy family. So this entire does it bring you closer together as a couple? Your kids are going to feel, I mean, we're always saying the best gift you can give your kids is a happy marriage. And it's so true. Like, if you prioritize your marriage, your family and your kids will be 100% positively affected by that. And uh, we've definitely seen that in, in our marriage. As Amy and I have shared a million times, we have date night. Our Religiously, our kids know how important Amy's and my marriage is. And it's interesting as our, our older kids are even getting older, one of them's 18, you know, the other one's almost 16. It's amazing to see them and how they talk about girlfriends or boyfriends or their future spouses or what they want. Like you can tell that they see how important our marriage is to us and they want those same thing things in in a relationship as well oh i had this conversation with my son yesterday and you know he's starting to have a little bit more serious relationships and he's like mom i just want to find a wife that's just like you and i like my mama heart just like bursted like i'm so grateful that i have shown him like good attributes that he wants to find in a future spouse like that meant a lot to me and i'm like not like a pride thing but i'm like okay i feel like me and nick are are doing our best and, and they're going to pick up on, seen it. on the best. I mean, we everybody has flaws. We have plenty of flaws. Oh. But I feel like your kids pay attention to the things that you're trying hard at, and that is marriage. And that's literally the best example you can be for your kids. So For sure. The next one's hobbies and interests. This tears couples apart. It can. I can't tell you how many people I see that... A good example. Uh, we, we live by some pickleball courts. And Amy, this. Amy and I love pickleball, <laughs> but the amount of time that certain people, every time I go over there, there's like certain people, people over there. I'm just like, do these people like have any other life? And I'm not over there that much, but I know it's just like, okay, if I'm over here, a, you know, a few well, times, you could be over there a different night and I could be over there a different night because we're having like our own alone nights. We're seeing the same people. And we're still seeing the same people there every night without their spouses. And it's just, we talk about it a lot because we really prioritize to like, okay, let's find a really healthy balance here. Or we have a lot of couples we know that are in a lot of activities and they're always doing stuff, but it's always like away from their spouse. Mm -hmm. You're like, why wouldn't they be doing these things with With their their spouse? spouse. And their spouse doesn't want to. Yeah. And and maybe their spouse doesn't want to, obviously, but... 
I don't think it's bad to have hobbies and interests. Obviously, we all do, and it's good to get away. But when those are taking so much time and attention away from our sp spouse and being able to spend time with them, obviously that's you know not going to bring you closer together as a couple. Yeah, and when you think about, I'm going to take on a new hobby, or I'm going to go do this tonight, or I'm going to be with these people tonight, I mean, Ask does it question. bring me closer together as a couple? Is hanging out with this person making me better in my marriage? Is doing this activity with these people going to make my marriage better? Like, the people that we're around have a huge influence on our marriages, whether we see it or not, you know? Yeah, and I love that you brought up, think of the people that you're hanging around. I absolutely can look back in our marriage over 20 years and look at some of the relationships that I had and I'm like, that was definitely not a good impact on our marriage. For sure. Right? For sure. Maybe toxic people or toxic, uh, you know, whatever in my, toxic people in my, in my life. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They have a huge impact on your marriage and personality and every other aspect and, and where you're going throughout the day, not just like hobbies, but the things that you, you do. Are you putting yourself in places and atmospheres that are going to help you in your marriage? For sure. Um, the next one is work. And you think about this and you think, oh, how, you know, how could this impact or, you know, does it bring us closer together as a couple? And I know for me in my life, I've had to make some massive, massive changes with what my goals were or different um, business ventures or work-related things because of the negative impact it was having on our marriage. Mm -hmm. To me, it was almost like, okay, do I choose my marriage or do I choose this, um, I guess, this dream or this goal or what have you. And that, mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, that can be a big thing. You know, how, how does work um, impact your stress levels? How does it take up your time? And again, I'm not saying work, obviously we all have to work and make a living, but uh, maybe look at how that is impacting your relationship and is there, you know, adjustments you need to make? Are there, you know, other things you can do that will be better for your marriage? The, like I said, I, I think the only reason I, I mentioned that is because of the experience that we've gone through. Absolutely. Well, work environment is big. I, I mean, an average man spending eight hours a day in his work environment. Are you putting yourself in an environment that's going to bring you closer in your marriage? Yeah. That actually has a really big effect. I don't think people really think about. Our atmosphere is huge. Um, yeah. When it comes to people that don't work, maybe a stay-at-home mom. What are you doing during your day that's going to bring you closer together as a couple? And maybe this comes to schedule, priority, busyness, tiredness, getting things done, getting things done so you can hang out at night, um, keeping yourself, I don't know, I'm just thinking like not too stressed out and tired at the end of the day from your kids, maybe sneaking in that, like whatever it takes so that you can prioritize your spouse at the end of the day. And I think a good one to have in here too is, you know, fitness and health. Um, how can that bring you to closer together as a couple? Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you're not staying healthy and doing the things to maintain a good healthy lifestyle, that can absolutely have a negative impact on your marriage. Absolutely. I mean, the way uh, you eat. <laughs> yeah, the way, what do you put in your body? Your energy level, your the way you look to your spouse. I mean, look, if we're all honest with each other, 
we fell in love with our spouses be partially because we were attracted to them, right? Mm-hmm. So what are we doing in our lives to keep our spouses attractive to us? I, I recognize things change. I'm losing my hair. I mean, I'm going to be a bald guy. Like, not much I can do, right? But I could still do things to try to take care of myself to look semi-attractive to Amy <laughs> instead of completely unattractive to Amy. So. <laughs> Vice versa. <laughs> Good health and taking care of yourself is very important. And the last one is boundaries in your marriage. Ah, boundaries. Love it. We'd love to talk about boundaries. What kind of boundaries are you setting up in your marriage to bring you closer together as a couple? And it's amazing how many negative comments we get on this from a lot of people. But think (laughs) about it. Like, if if you're asking yourself, okay, what boundaries can we put in place in our marriage to bring us closer together as a couple, and you're approaching it that way um, to strengthen your marriage, I mean, there's a lot of things, and we've discussed this in the past, but there's a lot of good boundaries that you can establish in your relationship that will bring you closer together. Absolutely. Boundaries are so important. And if you haven't set boundaries, and we did have people say that they don't have boundaries. Like, oh, we don't need boundaries. We trust each other. You, boundaries are what create that trust. Like setting boundaries together and then living in those safe, those boundaries that you set together, that is what creates trust because you realize that they're following those boundaries. That's how it's made. Yeah. Right? The boundaries are there to, like we said, to protect you, to protect your marriage, to keep the bad out. Right? I mean, that's. To bring you closer together as a couple. So, you know, when you're, as you're going throughout your week and everyday life, you know, constantly think to yourself, you know, hey, is what I'm doing, does this bring me closer together with my spouse? Does it bring us closer together as a couple? And I think that simple reminder can really have a significant positive impact on your marriage, the decisions you're making, and what you're spending your time and energy on. Absolutely. You're speechless. You I'm don't have so anything speechless. That was such a say. good ending. Let's just end it right there. Make 2023 amazing by asking yourself, does it bring us closer as a couple? One thing that can bring you closer together as a couple is the 2023 Intimacy and Adventure Retreat. Uh, Go check it out at ultimateintimacy.com. If you haven't been to St. George, you got to do this. Uh, And Hold on. I got to elaborate on Southern Utah. Gorgeous Red Rock sun, blue skies, national parks, state parks. We're close to the Grand Canyon. We're 90 minutes from Las Vegas. Like, it's it's paradise. And it's called the Intimacy and Adventure Retreat for a reason. You're going to have a lot of intimacy. And adventure. And adventure. Growing closer together as a couple. That's what this retreat is all about. Yeah, if you have any questions, email us, amyatultimateintimacy.com. We will get back to you, and we hope to see you there. So, until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationships.